0: Good evening to you, welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. It is a Tuesday evening, I'm Brad Brown with you for the next half hour and uh, we'll bring you all the sporting news from across the globe. We'll start with uh, news from our Olympic team. Much of Team South Africa returned to South Africa today to much fanfare. Minister of Sport and Recreation Fakil and Mbalula as well as hundreds of fans welcomed them home uh, earlier this morning. Mbalula praised the team for the way they conducted themselves during the Games.
1: Our team has done us proud. Team doctors, coaches, above all, all athletes. Even those who did not win us medals, we saw them fighting for their country. And we want to say to them, from Akani Simbini and to others, you will become heroes next time.
0: Team South Africa return home with 10 medals, re- uh, reaching the target set by Sasco. The minister thanked the organisation for their support of the athletes and urged them to do more in the future.
1: And we want to say to Gideon Sam and Sasco, don't give up on those boys and girls. Keep on supporting them.
0: Mbalula praised the team, whose return of two gold, six silvers and two bronze medals equaled its previous record of ten medals that were picked up at the Antwerp Games in 1920 and in Helsinki in 1954.
1: I want to thank you all for coming to welcome this bunch of winners. This is a bunch of winners, not a bunch of... I'd lose us.
0: Well, staying with the Olympic news later on on this evening's show, we'll head to Rio to touch base with an African marathon runner, Lusapo April. He'll join us on tonight's SAFM Sports Round. The courts of arbitration for sport has upheld Russia's ban from next month's Rio Paralympic Games because of state-sponsored doping program. The court found that the International Paralympic Committee, who made the decision on the 7th of this month to exclude Russia's team from the Games, did not violate any procedural rule in dealing with the disciplinary process. There's a lot of football to look forward to tonight. Right now, Mamelodi Sundowns are in action in their final group game of the CAF Champions League against Inimba. Half-time, the Brazilians trail by two goals to one. The absolute premiership gets underway tonight as well. Kaiser Chiefs come up against Bidvest Witz. Polokwane City travel to Cape Town to face Cape Town City. I ex- uh, Cape Town travel to the old Peter Macaba Stadium. They play Baroque FC, while Chipper United host Free state stars. All those game's kick off at 7:30 this evening. Also UEFA Champions League qualifier return leg matches to look forward to. The pick of those fixtures sees SC Porto travel to Roma while Monaco host Villa Real. It was uh, much a case of or was a case of much the same on day 5 of the first test between the Proteas and New Zealand again today. Not a ball being bowled due to a wet outfield the match was abandoned uh, early this morning. Protea's captain Faf Duplessis says it's been a frustrating few days. We were dying to get out there. We obviously had New Zealand in a, in a, in a spot of bother at 15 for two. Um, and on that wicket there was still a lot of assistance.
2: So I'm very, very, very disappointed that there wasn't much cricket afterwards. I suppose the rain on that second night was a was the, was the big problematic thing that happened. Um, but as a whole we, we were very disappointed that we couldn't get out there.
0: The team's now ahead to Centurion for the second test that gets underway on Saturday, and the skipper says there's much at stake now that the two-match series has been reduced to a one-match shootout.
2: You never really want to play Test cricket like that. Uh, test cricket is always about longer, stronger, um, you know, three matches, five matches, whatever. It's just about, we can do it for the longest period of time. So one-off is, is now a decider, um, so we're going to be off, have to be on top of our game.
0: Another live action today in Pretoria. The Sri Lankan emerging 11 reached 467 for 7 at stumps in their first innings. They still trail their South African counterparts. By 121 runs. On to rugby, the Blue Bulls have been dealt a blow. Centre Dan Krills has been ruled out for four weeks due to a shoulder injury that he picked up against the Kings on Saturday. And if reports are to be believed, Western Province winger Quiverson Vake set to join French club Bordeaux. The Spa Proteas uh, have had a strong hit out against New Zealand A in uh, ahead of the start of the International Netball Quad Series this coming weekend. Despite being 28 all at half time, New Zealand A ran out 59. 49 winners, and finally, stage four of the Vuelta a Espana has concluded. And the winner of today's stage was Lillian Kamjane of uh, Direct Energy, uh, heads of Darwin Atupuma of BMC Racing, who is now in uh, the red jersey. Nathan Haas of Dimension Data finished fourth on the day's stage. The overall leads uh, sees uh, Atapuma in the lead. 29-second advantage over uh, Movistar's Alejandro Valverde and Chris Froome, who has moved into third. Coming up next here on SAFM, we'll head to rear. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, a lot of Team South Africa returned uh, to Mzanzi earlier today. There was a huge welcome uh, at the Oatambo International Airport. Still a few athletes uh, yet to make it home. One of those, the South African Marathon runner, Lusapo April, uh, who took part in uh, the Men's Marathon on Sunday, the last day uh, of uh, the Olympics, ended up finishing 24th in a time of 2.15.24, and he joins us from Rio now. Lusapo, welcome on to SAS. FM Sports Rap. Uh, first of all, congratulations on that run. 24th, a very credible finish, but I know it, it wasn't easy. It was a, a tough day out for you.
3: Oh, thanks for having me, Anisha, and for being here listening. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy, even though I'm um, disappointed, because it's just so, not what we like so, you know, we've got enough to spend the chance to get off. That's kind of a condition, of things. Not myself, the only one
0: and other did better than us. I really so Looking at the race itself, I watched it from start to finish, and it was, it was quite a, a slow one in comparison. If you look at what the world record is, uh, I mean, a long way off, it was a. a, a Conditions weren't great, particularly early on. It was very wet, and, and we'll we'll talk about some of the challenges you had in a moment. But you were up there for for a large part of that race, uh, and then uh, the, the sort of lead pack really got split up uh, in in probably the last third of that race. Uh, as uh, Kenyon know, who ended up winning it, uh, Galen Rupp was up there as well. There were four runners that really broke away. Did you feel you were in with a shot uh, with, with 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 at halfway? I mean, did you did you think you you had a had a go at this?
3: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I suppose it's not too far to so in the And then so
0: I was the, you, know, of be, you,
3: know, us, place, you know, the whole time when you think you have to remark, I was saying, you know, i a i that. i and then I've had to And I the championship you know, I'm not going to take us off. But both, you know, it's not only fun. It's the
0: let's talk about some of those issues. Obviously, I mentioned that it was a a fairly wet start, and and it was wet for a a long part of that race as well. I know as a runner, it it can get very challenging if your feet and and shoes get wet in in a long run like that. It does cause problems, and and you suffered from those problems. You ended up blistering really badly from the the wet conditions. Tell us a little bit about what what you had to go through and the sort of pain that you were in.
3: Yeah, I know, mean, you know, like, uh, because we're started like this, is raining, so we've passed off a group, you know, and, um, and there's uh, then, there's uh, you something else, then the food that like, sleeping inside my, my, my street. So, I mean, it's, I think, 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 I am I think, I I am
0: so, but what now? Uh, I mean, obviously you've had a, a big focus on on the Rio Olympic Games. That was a, a big part of your your sort of four-year build-up, essentially. I mean, you can't run marathons every second day. What's What's next on the cards for you? Do you take some time off, recover, let your feet heal, and then and then see see where it takes you, or do you have fixed plans and, and working towards the next thing? Yeah, I'm not on
3: that moment, but important for me to recover and then I'll take it from there I'm not going to do something just before the end of the year because my body is fine and I'm not going to or anything so I might do something just before the end of the year but that's what I'm
0: Yeah, absolutely I mean, bouncing back from a, a marathon's not easy Well, rest up well enjoy the rest of your time in Rio and uh, safe travels back looking forward to catching up when you're back on on home soil yeah,
1: She's a mother, a daughter, a comedian, a grief counselor, a firewoman, a chef, a partner, a wife, a fashion fundi, an engineer, an accountant, a leader, a motivator, a bus driver, a soccer coach, Olympic champion, an athlete, a doctor, a moral campus, a tutor, a friend. This Women's Month, SABC celebrates all that women are capable of. Join the conversation at hashtag because I'm a woman.
0: Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment, and then wait for the free rewards page to load, or click on axerewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the Axe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses. More rewards making a difference. You start that... You're tuned to SAFM 104 to 107. You can
2: also catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet on channel 814 as well as online at safm.co.za.
1: Sick of always missing your
2: favorite SAFM shows? Well, now you don't have to. We have a free podcast service that
1: allows you to access them directly from your cell phone, PC, or tablet, whenever and wherever you're ready to listen. Go to safm.co.za and click on Podcast. This takes you to the SAFM page on IONO.FM. Follow at IONO.FM on Twitter or like it on Facebook for regular updates. You never have to miss your favorite shows. SAFM Podcasts, powered by IONO.FM.
2: SAFM Sports Wrap.
0: Apologies about that line from Rio with Lusapo April but great to touch base with him nonetheless. Time now to chat some rugby and the first weekend of the Castle Liga Rugby Championship has concluded. I watched uh, both games. The first game uh, Australia against New Zealand phenomenal performance by the All Blacks and then the second game uh, between the Springboks and Argentina at the Mbombella Stadium Uh, frustrating is probably the best word to describe my feeling uh, about that match but uh, let's chat to uh, rugby journalist Johan Ferreira who joins us now. Johan, welcome on to SAFM Trap. Nice to chat again.
4: Thanks, Brad. Always nice to touch base with you but maybe not so
3: nice this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk uh, the Springboks, let's touch on the, the All Blacks Australia game. I, I think the All Blacks just proved once again how far ahead they are the rest of the world. That performance was phenomenal. It's like the, 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 the Harlem Globetrotters play rugby. They, they, their skills are just unbelievable.
4: If we're, if you you used such a great word, skill, and they just have skill in abundance. They can they can pretty much turn it on wherever they want to. They've got a great leader in Kieran Reid. They have the title of world champions behind them. They proved it once again, and they took the defending champions apart. Australia had, had no clue. And, and they were made to look average by a, an unbelievable all-black side. They are full of confidence. You can see what they've achieved in Super Rugby. Uh, so many teams going through to the qualifying or knockout phase of the competition – they just have quality in every position. I mean, I, I refer to it again. Just look at the fly-off department. We would, as a nation, we, we would gladly take any one of the three repairs. Uh, and yet, there's, I mean, it's, it's a great battle to, to just enjoy. But New Zealand will be tough to beat. It does not matter where they go. And, yes, they're talking about a Wallaby backlash. There won't be a backlash. They're going to get a hiding. If the rain stays away from Wellington, they're going to take another hiding. That's what's going to happen on Saturday.
0: And the scary thing is, Johan, and, and the commentator said it during that match, is New Zealand essentially, and in theory, are, are rebuilding after losing some big names uh, yep. following the Rugby World Cup. And that does not bode well for the rest of the rugby world.
4: Take note, the rest of the world, because uh, I mean, we all said that it's going to be pretty tough to replace someone like Richie McCaw in the leadership department. We're going to, you're going to struggle to find another Dan Carter. And, yes, you will, but look at what they have. And uh, Kieran Reid is is ready to take over that leadership and, and lead the All Blacks into a new phase. He proved that many times already. And in that fly-off department, Bowdoin Barrett is just a five-star performer. So, yeah, they're doing pretty nicely. Yes, they, I mean, Kieran Reid admitted it afterwards, and he said he said a couple of things that, that's not in place that we would like to improve on, as he should say, but what a great start for mm-hmm. them um, – to, to launch their campaign and, uh, for their sake, try and win the, the championship quite easily.
0: Yeah, they're a class outfit. Let's talk about the game that took place in Elspraite on Saturday afternoon at the bombella Stadium. The Springboks up against Argentina. We said it last week that Argentina are a different kettle of fish, uh, or those players are a different kettle of fish when they're playing for their country as opposed to the Jaguars in, in Super Rugby, and they did show that, lots of passion. But uh, let's be honest, Johan, the box just weren't up to scratch, were they? You
4: know, I'd, I... It's, it's a tough one to talk about. I, I hear what Alistair said afterwards when he spoke about Argentina not being an emerging nation anymore but being a powerhouse in rugby. And I agree with him, but I also disagree with him. We weren't good enough. There's no way that we should be happy as a nation by just beating Argentina, just escaping against Argentina. Yes, they beat us last year, but it shouldn't be happening the majority of that Argentine team played Super Rugby and they were comfortably beaten by the majority of the Super Rugby outfits. They were almost beaten by a second-string Lions team in Argentina. Now they come to South Africa, they wear different jerseys. The bulk of the squad are low on confidence based on what was a really terrible Super Rugby campaign. And I just, I, I don't quite understand or I don't know quite what to make of, of what happened. I, I just think our basics let us down we made silly errors. We, our decision-making was appalling. Uh, yes, it's test-match rugby. You can't go out there playing bonus point or, or super rugby style within the first couple of minutes. We were made to sweep. We, technically, we went up there. I, I, did not, uh, I did not rate our performance one bit. I think we were poor, to, to put it mildly. And the impact players, to me, saved the day. And I have to mention Jakub Kriel. Jakub Kriel now deserves a start in a block jersey. He was one of the, the game-breakers. Warren Whiteley, again, putting up his hand. Alton Yankees let me down. I expected more, and I think he owes us a big test.
0: Yeah, You, you mentioned the, the disappointment, but there were a couple of rays of, of light and, and a few players who did put their hand up. One player who I was quite impressed with was uh, Opa Mahondra. He had a pretty decent game.
4: Most definitely. I, I think he's taken a lot of criticism lately, and, and maybe for his inclusion, but he, I think he showed why, why he has been included. Uh, And it's you know it's easy to point fingers afterwards, and it's easy when you're sitting as a journalist and you're not quite there and you don't quite understand the dynamics of a team. But we expect more as a nation. And yes, we came through an island series and we showed great character to overturn a test defeat into a series win. But this is on our turf, our home ground. Argentina has only ever beaten us once, and that was last year. But it's time that we now put up our hands and say, you know what? We we we're supposed to be superior. We're supposed to be better. Our handling skills, at times, I, I shook my head. I, I was mm-hmm. watching the game going, this is, at schoolboy school level, you, you won't be happy with this. And there's no reason for this. It's not like the conditions were atrocious and you had the rain of a Loftus-Fersfeld and people can't handle the ball. This is just not good enough, and we need to own up and we need to say, you know what, as, as Springbok players, we need to show a bit more ambition and we need to show a bit more pride. And, and and it needs to reflect on the scoreboard. Argentina should never be leading by 10 points with 10 minutes to play with what we have available. There's no way.
0: Let's talk about. Uh, you mentioned the leadership in New Zealand and Kieran Reed, how well he's leading that side. Do you think there's a lack of of of, of proper and good leadership within that box setup? Is that one of the areas we're struggling in? I don't think so.
4: I, I think that would be unfair to to say that there's a leadership problem because I think there are many leaders within that squad. Uh, I think it's now finding one another. Suddenly you've got a, a, a new coach, a new style, and and a lot of players combining together to, to put together something that, that we can believe in and watch. It must also be tough, you know, coming out of watching a all-black test and you see the freedom with what they play, the, the fact that they have so much confidence to throw a ball around at the best of times and they can manufacture a try from pretty much everywhere. And then you get to a Springbok game where we haven't quite adapted to, to that sort of mindset. We... Traditionally, we are still driven with forwards, uh, the the back line, get the ball when when it's their time. But it's a a sort of a forward-back with 9 and 10. So I I think it's going to take us a while to to get into what is basically the new style of rugby. So we have to find what works for us. If you do have a couple of Lions players who come out of a a super rugby season where they reach the final with an attractive style of rugby, they they play over the advantage line, they have good ball carriers – now they come to a spring box set up, and the game plan might be slightly different. And this is not criticising Eldestukutsia, but the, the style will be different. It should be different because team match rugby is far from Super Rugby. But I just think those players that came in, I think they let themselves down. I, I don't think that it was a reflection on what we saw provincially compared to what we saw uh, internationally. And I think that's where I think that's where the frustration is. I must also tell you this. I mean, the yellow card to Brian Aban, I know it's the rule and. That is what should happen. I, I, I mean, that is what it is. But I felt there was a great case for Foster Clark when he played the inside ball for Johan and That went unpunished. And I I, I was listening to the, the communication from Ken Jackson upstairs, and I, I just don't agree. I think there's, there's just a couple of areas that lead into the frustration. For, for my money, that try should have been accompanied by a yellow card to Argentina and we should have been um, we, we should have had the ball back and played with a bit more freedom against 14 players. But um, that is what it is. I just think our discipline all around, I think we need to sharpen up and pretty quickly because we are going to be tested in Salta and uh, this performance will not be good enough to challenge the All Blacks.
0: No, absolutely not. I agree with you 100%. It'll be interesting to see how we do go this weekend. Uh, Johan, thank you so much for your time once again here on SAFM Sport Trap. Enjoy the rugby this weekend, and we look forward to catching up soon and, uh, and finding out what you thought of this past weekend or, or, or this weekend's performances. But we'll, we'll save that for next week. Thanks for your time.
4: Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Brad. And I, I think now it's the it's, it's time to step up. I think excuses are long gone. Now we have to focus as a group, and we need to be better at the basics, and the scoreboard will take care of itself.
1: The unbelievable Specsavers winter promotion is now on. For a limited period only, you can get a free frame up to the value of 1,500 Rand. Yes, that's right, a free frame at Specsavers. Or get up to 1,500 Rand off your lens enhancements. You get to choose. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. Offer available for a limited time only. Season C's, C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more.
0: It's Moshito time. The Moshito Music Conference and Exhibition takes place from the 7th to the 10th of September 2016 at the SABC. Register now to be part of Africa's premier music market on the continent where industry pioneers and experts from across the globe gather for an unforgettable experience, share and explore ideas on how to grow the music industry. Visit www.moshito.co.za for more information and join the conversation on social media. See you there. August means great movies on SABC 3. Jennifer Lopez is a maid in Manhattan and a wedding planner. There's musical magic from Les Miserables, and Tom Cruise takes you to oblivion. It's all animated fun with Paranorman and Despicable Me 2. And a mouse is on a mission in Stuart Little 2. Rachel Wise is the whistleblower. Samuel L. Jackson goes a little psycho in Lakeview Terrace, Iron-jawed angels are winning the right to vote. And Meryl Streep cooks up a storm in Julie and Julia. Double movie slots, Saturdays and Sundays, mean double the movie fun. All through August on SABC3. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on AxRewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the Axe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses. More awards making a difference. SAFM celebrates 80 years with a homegrown playlist. SAFM sports rap. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader and we've spoken about the various sporting codes that uh, makes up varsity sports over over the last few years here on SAFM and there's uh, a new sporting code that's been added into the suite of sports if you want to put it that way and I'm quite excited about it. I think it, uh, it bodes well for the sport in South Africa. Uh, it bridges the gap. There's a fantastic sort of league series at high school level uh, but there wasn't really anything at varsity level that uh, I was aware of and i'm glad to see that varsity sports have included a mountain bike challenge and we join now by the varsity mountain bike challenge race director trent key trent welcome thanks for joining us tonight
2: thank you thanks a lot for having me brad
0: trent it's good news for the sport i i feel uh, obviously the 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 high school mountain bike series is doing phenomenal things from a development point of view uh, in mountain biking in south africa but there was almost a bit of a, a gap in the market and i think this is going to fill it quite nicely
2: you know, look, I think that it, it uh, it's an approach from all angles. You know, mountain biking as a whole was growing. Um, you know, we all, we all believe it's a new golf. And at the same time, leagues and, um, divisions were forming. And as you said, now we have the school leagues and now we, you've got the open divisions, which are all the races that the public do. So at Basti Sports, we, as you said, we've got a bouquet of, uh, sports products and events and we wanted to expand to be in that area.
0: Tell us a little bit about the, the format of this one. It's, uh, did, how's it going to work? It's, is it a, a series? Is it one race? What's the story?
2: So, it's, it's an interesting concept. So, Varsity Sports, as the public will know, it is very much involved with the university teams. So, it's the best team, the best team from Marty, take on the best team from Tux. But what happened with everybody saying to us and coming to, to come watch, the alumni are saying listen, oh, man, we wish we had this in our day. We wish we could have uh, had the football and the the sporting codes you're putting on. So what we did is we actually started a new event called the Varsity Mountain Bike Challenge, which is open to the public. Anybody can enter, but the theme about it is very much the university focus to satisfy that demand. And within the Varsity Mountain Bike Challenge race, there is going to be a Varsity Sports Division, which will be your high-performance athletes. So it's a race within a race.
0: Cool. So the racing snakes from the various varsities get to race against each other, but the, the the sort of normal everyday weekend warriors can come and take part as well. That's good news.
2: 100%. You know, for us, we believe that it's time to rekindle the spirit of uh, the varsity days and come represent your university. You know, bring out that old jersey, the old hat, and come right around and earn points for your actual university and participate with them again.
0: Okay, tell us about the, the race format. I believe it's a, it's a two-day sort of stage race, uh, and and it's happening, I believe, in, in about a month from now, exact dates. And, and tell me a little bit about the race itself.
2: That's correct. So what we've got is it's the same as any other stage race where you get your daily winners and you get your overall combined time winners. But above that, you're also going to be representing your university. So if, you, if there's um, 500 teams and you cross the line first, you're going to get 500 points for your university. So when you register, you say, I went to Marty's, um, and if I didn't go to Marty's, but my daughter goes to Marty's, I can still click the box and I can support Marty's because that's where my passion is. Um, And the idea is that you will accumulate points for your university, and at the end of the day, we'll have an ultimate overall university that wins, but at the same time, the individual will be rewarded as the best team that actually races will be there as well.
0: Tell us a little bit about uh, the sort of distances, where it's happening, all or, or, or the logistical side of things.
2: So, we've catered the race and the route for the weekend warrior. You don't have to be a guy that trains all day, doesn't have time. So, we're looking at about 52 to 54 Ks a day and ranging between 1,100 and 1,400 meters of climbing. So, it's a fantastic height to length um, ratio of climbing versus uh, the actual trails itself. And the event is on the 1st and 2nd of October with a great gala dinner the night before on the Friday.
0: Where is it happening, Trent?
2: We're going to be out in the foothills of the Pole and Franciuk region. Um, they got, we're starting off at the famous Niederberg Wine Farm on the Saturday the 1st and finishing out at La Perie, which will be our race village uh, opposite the Pole Prison. It's in that area. And then um, we will start there too from La Perie, and finishing at La Perie,
0: so doing an out-and-about loop. T- sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's. Uh, I'm sure there's. Uh, look, in my mind, there's not many better things to do. The great thing about it is that everything is going to be university centric. So you're going to go there. You're going to go register under the university that you that you clicked when you were signing up. You know, when you sit down at the table, you're going to be connecting with the old alumni. So it's really more than just a race and a route.
0: As far as the route goes, who who's the, who's sort of worked the route out, route designer wise? Who are we talking about?
2: So we've partnered up with um, some experienced route developers, guys that have assisted with the Epic before, guys that know the routes out there, the team from the ASG events. So we're really getting the cream of the crop um, out there. We, we're not cutting corners. It's really going to be unique riding. It's going to be on some established routes, some new routes, and some routes just for us, and a mix between district road, single track, and a bit of Jeep
0: track. Sounds, it sounds like it's going to be awesome and pretty festive as well. I'm sure the, the sort of overnight on Saturday, if people are coming from out of town. Can they stay in the race village or they need to sort out accommodation? What's the story there?
2: So what we've done is um, we've catered for uh, lunch every day for everybody. So you're going to get to the, the start. You're going to have some snacks. You've got a great race jersey that comes with it. So you're, you're going to have a new kit to wear. After you're catering for lunch for everybody and some drinks at the race village, we're not doing accommodation or dinner this year. Um, we just thought that the guys want to, you know, go back. It's close enough to Cape Town should they want to venture out or stay in the lovely wine farms that are available around there. So it's more about having a festive lunch with us and a couple of beers and glasses of uh, wine on the, in the race village in the listening to some live music and really kicking back and catching up with your race partner or the guys you went to varsity with 20 years ago.
0: That sounds awesome. Trent, If people want to find out more? If they want to enter, where can they go online to, to get all the details?
2: They can look up uh, Varsity MTB Challenge. Uh, We're on all the social media platforms as well as the website. If you go through there, there'll be a link through to register and sign up for the race as well. So a lot of content there, and if they need to know any more, they're welcome to contact us. All the details are there.
0: Awesome stuff. Trent Key, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Wrap. It sounds wonderful, and I think it's going to be a massive, massive success. Best of luck. Fantastic,
2: and thanks for having us. SAFM Sports Wrap.
0: That's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you so much for joining us and thanks to our guests this evening too. Coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news, it is the Talk Shop with Maledi Maleo. I'll be back again tomorrow on PM Live. We'll have more sport for you on AM Live tomorrow morning with Janet Whitten for myself, Brad Brown, and my producer Siobhan Chetty. Thanks for listening. Right now it is 7 o'clock and Greg Coase has your news.